0: Life is filled with circumstances that can be a huge factor in causing us to worry. Not to mention the many news broadcasts and social media posts that expose us to negative information constantly increasing the worry that you may already have from your personal life. Also, we're taught in society that it's urgent that you prepare for the future. We're talking life insurance as soon as the baby is born, pensions, 401k, retirement plans, and much, much more. Even now with the current crisis, the coronavirus pandemic, with thousands of people dying, businesses going bankrupt, and millions of people becoming unemployed, worry about the future is at an all time high. But what is the real reason behind our worrying? What is the exact cause of our worrying? And that's what we're gonna talk about, coming up. Hey everyone, it's Yancey Stevens here and welcome to our brand new podcast called Wisdom for Good Success. This is Season 1, Episode 1 called Don't Worry, Trust God. And some people might say, but with all that's going on in my life, why shouldn't I worry? And I'll repeat again, don't worry, trust God. Now the scriptures for this episode are coming from the book of Matthew, Chapter 6, Verses 25 through 34. And we have carefully selected 10 wisdom points that are sure to help you with your worrying. Let's get into it. So why do we worry? What causes us to worry? Wisdom point number one. Worry is caused by the choice to fear uncertainty. Worry is caused by the choice to fear uncertainty. When problems come and you can't see a way out or you don't know exactly what's going to happen and everything is in the air, people start to worry. People choose to even fear false future situations that haven't even happened yet, that are basically imaginary. Some people make up different alternatives on how they think their problems will play out and everything they think of will be negative. But because people don't know exactly how their situation may end, because the ending is unknown and uncertain, They worry. Some people choose to give more thought to a negative alternative than a positive one. And I'll say this. Just because you don't know where you're going doesn't mean God isn't taking you somewhere. And just because you may be uncertain about how everything is going to play out. God is certain that he wants to bless you. All right. Now, here's wisdom point number two. Now, I'm definitely going to have to say this one twice. When you fear uncertainty, you forfeit unlimited potential. Let me say that again. When you fear uncertainty, you forfeit unlimited potential. See, when you choose to fear and worry because you don't know how it's going to end, all of your potential of what you can do, of what you can become, all of that stops. All of your greatness goes out the window, never to be seen or experienced. All of the progress you can make in life is now brought to a screeching halt because you chose to fear. Now, just think about it. In life, you've already embraced uncertainty. Everything in life involves uncertainty. Think about friendships. You don't know whether it's going to last or whether it's going to break up over a minor argument. Marriage. You don't know if the marriage will be successful or whether it will end in divorce. When you purchase something, you don't know whether that product or service is going to meet your expectations or not. Your physical health. Anything can happen when you go outside. You can have a minor accident that can alter your life. And yet we don't allow these uncertainties to stop us from living life. Now, there's nothing wrong with you trying to deal with identifiable problems in your life because to ignore danger is foolish and wrong. But it's also wrong to be paralyzed by worrying to the point where you can't think, act or respond. Well, worrying causes you to be inactive, stopping you from reaching your full potential. And God has placed unlimited potential on the inside of you and wants to see it fully expressed. Wisdom point number three. Worry is the absence of humility. Worry is the absence of humility. See, people choose not to be humble because they are filled with so much pride. Now, let's break down the definition of pride. Pride is having an excessive, unreasonable opinion of your own importance, merit or superiority. Now, whether you cherish that opinion in your own mind or whether you act it out in your own behavior, it's all pride. When you live life, plan, organize, try to build and make progress in life and you don't include or consider God in any of your life planning, you are then, at that very moment, prideful, relying on your own power and abilities to make everything happen exactly as you planned it. And it's really funny because people really think they can make everything happen exactly as they planned it. Then, when it doesn't go according to their plan, they start to worry. People expect certain results based on their pride. It's all pride. But there are certain uncontrollable changes that will cause everything that you plan to go way off course. All right, everyone, we are getting ready to go a little deeper here. You ready? Listen at this. Wisdom point number four. What is uncontrollable is inevitable. So trust in God. Woo, it's so nice, you know I gotta say it twice. What is uncontrollable is inevitable. So trust in God. Now the things that you can't control in life, They will happen. Matter of fact, they are guaranteed to happen. And if you've been living life for some time now, you've already experienced those situations that you can't control. But how do we control the uncontrollable? Simple. If you want the uncontrollable situation to be controlled and you want everything to work in your favor, then you have to trust in God who sees the uncontrollable before it even happens. And let me tell you this. God desires And God is willing to make it all work together for your good. All right, let's keep it going. Wisdom point number five. Humility surrenders the control to God. Humility surrenders the control to God. See, a humble person will surrender control of their life to God, who was the creator of life, because they know God can do the best with their lives. Now, control is paradoxical. We believe that taking control of our own lives will bring us security, stability, advancement, and happiness. But because we make mistakes, we're not perfect. That same control that we took will bring us unhappiness, discomfort, and worry. See, worry is very much related to control. People decide to control their lives with no guidance from the book of life, which is the word of God. And then... When what they can't control happens, they are lost and filled with worry. At your very best of being in control, you still hope and wish that things will go your way and that your projections and your predictions will come true. But God doesn't have to hope or wish. He knows what will happen before it happens. See, a humble person can see that it's good to have God as a friend. A person who is not humble, who is filled with pride, will be blind to the goodness of God and will want to remain in control of their lives, hoping and wishing for good things to happen, even though they see that things are not going according to their plan. So when you want to take control of your life, you will build the very life that will be your bondage. But when you humble yourself and admit that you don't know everything, and you surrender control to God, which is you living your life according to his word, he builds a life for you that sets you free. See, when you humble yourself, And you give control of your life to God, you show that you love God and you want to experience all that his love has to offer in life, which is an abundance of blessings. Now, think about this. Wisdom point number six. Worry is frustration at the inability to be God. Worry is frustration at the inability to be God. Simply put, it could be very frustrating because you can't control how things happen. 99% of all frustration is because it didn't go the way you wanted it to. And if you had the power to make it happen the way you want it, you would do so. Instantly, you would stop all unwanted problems and unfortunate circumstances from entering your life. The good thing is that God desires to help you in life. God loves you and wants to engage His power on your behalf for your good. Even though we don't have full control, We have a God who does and who can make it all work towards a purpose of making life better and more meaningful. Simply put, we don't have to try to be God. Just be loved by God. Wisdom point number seven. Worry is rooted in distrust. Worry is rooted in distrust. People worry because they do not trust in the character, the power and the presence of God. They have no understanding of God's word, God's love or his grace, which yearns to take care of you. Simply put, they just don't believe God or what the Bible says. When people worry about everything that comes into their life, they have no trust in God for their life. So there is a strong relationship between worry and the lack of trust in God and his word. Now, this is going to be a big shocker to some people. Wisdom point number eight. Worry is not caused external circumstances worry is not caused by external circumstances see you can have two people in the same circumstance one person can be calm and the other person can worry and they're both in the same circumstance now why is that it's because worry is not caused by external circumstances worry is caused by your choice to allow fear to settle and live in your mind which then creates a host of other problems and bad decisions that follow. So when circumstances do come, fear attacks everyone in the mind, no matter who you are. But the question is, do you have enough faith and trust in God to tell fear to disappear? Now, when you do that, Then you'll get the benefit out of the circumstance because no problem comes your way without a purpose. There's always something in the problem that will make you stronger than you were before and will leave you better off than you were before. You'll be able to use that adversity as an advantage to advance your life. You can also walk confidently knowing that overall, everything's okay. It all starts from your decision in your mind. Do you choose to fear or do you choose to have faith? So here's a question that I received concerning worrying. And it says, does worrying help us? Are there any benefits to worrying? And the simple quick answer is no. Worrying does not help us at all. And there are absolutely no benefits to worrying whatsoever. Which brings us to our wisdom point number nine. Worry is not worth what it can cost you. Worry is really not worth what it can cost you. Worry produces tension, frustration, frustration. Poor sleep, irritation, fatigue, unhappiness, being unproductive, irrational thinking, mental and physical exhaustion, and I can go on and on and on about the many problems that worry produces. See, there's a difference between unproductive worry and productive concern and problem solving. A difference between thinking about the issues at hand to resolve the issue versus allowing that same issue to cause me to be unproductive. So what does Jesus say about worry? He says, take no thought for your life, which leads us right into our last wisdom point. Number 10, to worry about your life is to give up the comfort and satisfaction that's already in your life. To worry about your life is to give up the comfort and satisfaction that's already in your life. Don't let the thief of tomorrow or the thief of yesterday steal the comfort and joy that you own today. God has already given us the greater blessing, which is life. So don't you think that he'll give us the lesser blessings like food and clothes to take care of the very life that he gave us? There's really no need to worry. God loves us and is willing to take care of us all while leading us and developing us to be the best person we could possibly be here on earth. So Jesus says, behold, the birds don't even worry. You won't find them storing up for the future or finding security or strength. And things accumulated, yet I feed them every day and you're way more valuable than the birds to me. Now, listen at this. If God pays attention to the birds, he most definitely watches our life with the very intention to provide for us in every capacity. But that's only if we invite God into every area of our lives. A good question to ask yourself is, do you find strength in God and him providing for you every day? Or do you find strength in having accumulated things, whether it be money, food, clothes, property, cars, etc. Because all those things could be destroyed, proving that there is no strength in accumulated things. But God's love for you can never be destroyed, proving that God's love is true strength. Now, flowers don't labor to become beautiful, yet God clothes them with a beauty which is beyond man's power to imitate. See, the flower is totally submitted to God's care. And when we submit our lives to God, he can develop a more beautiful life than you and I ever can. Then Jesus says, Solomon, who was the richest man that ever lived, wasn't arrayed like the lilies of the field. And you know, even with all the richness of intellect, resources, and materials available to you, you can't build, develop, arrange, and clothe your life like God can. But the main thing that worry does is, Is worry distracts the mind and draws it in many different ways, making it incapable of focusing on what's important, which is God's will and plan for your life. You see, problems will come. Those unwanted circumstances will happen. But it's all according to God's plan to make you stronger, wiser, better, greater, to give you more experience to help someone else and much, much more. So your choice to worry takes you away from the purpose that God has planned for you and puts you off the course of God's perfectly designed plan specifically made for you. So don't say that trusting in God is the way for you to starve, but yet it's the way for you to be provided for. God's plan for my life is what takes care of my life. So don't worry, trust God and you'll find out that God has already planned to take care of you all along. I'm Yancey Stevens, and thank you for listening to Wisdom for Good Success.